Hi there, and welcome to All Matters, the network that thrives. My name is Nolu Tandom Tondi, and I'm happy that you're joining us today as we venture through head and heart conversations in an attempt to really move from surviving to thriving. This episode is episode three of season one and the final one of the season where we're concentrating on having heart conversations. To give you a context of today's episode, today is the 14th of February, 2021, um, and it is Valentine's Day. And I've just had the opportunity really to spend the day reflecting on on love, um, on different aspects of it really. Um, and it had me recording on a Sunday, which is not something that I normally do. Um, and just to give you context of this um, episode and where it may come from, specifically from me, um, I, I have been observing, I guess, what I think have been both platonic um, and romantic and familiar relationships for a long time um, while doing my own healing work. I'm trying to figure out the roles in which platonic love, so love with friends, um, sisterhood, um, romantic love, and that for me plays out in a heterosexual environment, um, and love with family, so familial love, and how and what role they all play in our ability to become well-rounded, healed individuals. Um, and today has been specifically interesting. Um, what had me really... You know, deciding that, look, let's stop everything and let's record an episode of All Matters was um, a thought that I had to myself. And it's very funny. I, I, I was just thinking to myself that I spent a lot of my 20s saying stuff like, I know I'm difficult to love. You know, I know girls like me are outspoken and I know girls like me um, know what they want. And I know girls like me are, are X and Y. And as a result... Um, I'm difficult to love. And it's only now that really in the last few years that this has been kind of um, disproven where I just realized that it was that's a story that I told myself to justify the fact that I was looking for um, love. I was twirling for love. I was really, I was fawning. I was people pleasing in an attempt to be loved in ways um, that one, other human beings don't need to. So I was basically giving away um, the responsibility to love myself in specific ways um, and making it about other people, but also realizing about how much, shoo, how much pressure we put on the situation of umcholo. Now, you may not be South African, so you might not know what umcholo is, but basically it's romantic love, it's dating, um, it's being in... Uh, uh, some sort of relationship um, with, like I said for me it plays out in a heterosexual environment so with a man and it really had me thinking about how much pressure we place on romantic relationships to really be our end all and be all it takes me back to a thought that I'd recently had or something that I'd read on social media it could be either um, that said that a romantic relationship is not the prize that you get at the end or um not the prize that you get for doing inner work. And I thought it was very, very interesting because I think that there's a huge emphasis on the role of romantic relationship, um, romantic relationships in our society and in the lives of an individual. Now, please do not get me wrong. And um, I'd like to be honest about the context in which I speak. I speak from somebody who's been in a romantic relationship for a long time, a healthy one and a steady one. And also just learning that um, while being in one, 
there's some things that it was that's just not my partner's responsibility to give me i wanted to spend some time also speaking about the gift of safe sisterhood um, specifically for women and I guess for Jane's um, safe brotherhood the ability to really cultivate platonic friendships and to let them really be the source of love that we need um, our emphasis on umjol as a society I guess also comes from the fact that we'd all like companionship and I and I don't think there's anything wrong with that truly I don't I for one aspire to have a fantastic um, romantic relationship a fantastic marriage and I work on that daily However, what kind of concerns me, and I guess what, I'm, what, I'm, what I really would like to unpack today is really what happens when we as a society um, put so much emphasis on romantic relationships that we forget to build the other types of relationships. So we basically forfeit other kinds of love um, in an attempt to really, really make ourselves worthy or one with romantic love. The reason that I say this is because, like I said, today is Valentine's Day and obviously um, <laughs> on this day, there's a line drawn in the sand between the singles and, and, and the coupled, you know, the ones whose partners made the effort, the ones whose partners didn't make the effort. And my, one of my first observation was, oh my goodness, I really feel like as a society, we have a very warped sense of what um, a healthy romantic relationship looks like. And I say this with absolute humility. Um, one of my huge things in life is that I don't give relationship advice. And so this does not come from um, me feeling like I have it all figured out. We're all learning and we're all learning um, every step of every way, really. But I was just very, very um, kind of shook by how people think that, um, or, or, or how do I put it, the, the, the reflection of a healthy relationship for people may very well come down to a hundred roses on Valentine's Day or or how much effort you feel like a person made on this day. Now this day may mean a lot to a person and I think that it's actually lazy for a romantic partner not to make an effort on this day. I mean it's not it's really not that big of a deal even a cooking a meal or whatever. It can be big, it can be small, the gesture that is. But I I wondered if we were aware of the fact that, or if, if people were aware, maybe myself included, um, are aware of the fact that romantic relationships, so healthy romantic relationships, are seldom about grand gestures. And even if you are a person whose love language is gifts, right? So, so you love to be gifted with presents and so on healthy relationships are not found in grand gestures. They're found in daily subtleties. And I'm sure about this. I think it's one thing that I'm very sure about. They're found in conversation. They're found in thoughtfulness. These aren't grand gestures. And I, sometimes I, I'm concerned that our generation is so big on, you know, on, on like, you know, just big gestures, grand gestures, but it also puts us in situations where we can be love-bombed by the wrong people, you know, where people can really come show up in our lives with very grand gestures, all the while not having the capacity to really love um, and be loved. And I, it was an interesting observation that I made today that a lot of people were feeling some type of way um, because a grand gesture was not done for them. Or for some people, they brought forward as a deal breaker. And I'm not saying that 
I mean, a deal breaker is very personal. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having deal breakers, but I think, I think it's something that I just really wanted to share, um, I guess, based on my own experience and also just kind of observing relationships and marriages around me that healthy relationships are not in the grand gestures. You know, they're not in the flashy gifts. They're, you can be loved out loud. And it's a very important thing for black women to be loved out loud. But that doesn't have to result in grand gestures. And I think that grand gestures may also create an environment where people are easily um, manipulated and where also we overlook um, the the day-to-day and it really isn't the day-to-day. And so something that I really wanted to share with you today is... um, you know, love is in the day-to-day. Romantic love is in the day-to-day. And I'm so concerned by our generation needing or confusing being loved out loud with grand gestures. And I don't think the two are the same thing. I think it's something that we must reflect on as we try to build um, healthy bonds and healthy relationships with our romantic partners about the difference between a grand gesture and being loved out loud. I truly don't believe the two are the same thing. Um, So that's the first thing that I just wanted to really reflect on today um, is that being loved out loud is is really having a person publicly love you, respect you, respect you in your absence and respect you on social media or in front of family and friends. But that's not necessarily a hundred roses or whatever it may look like. And sometimes I fear that we confuse the two and what we might do is we might put undue pressure on romantic relationships. But most importantly, we may overlook some very scary character traits in people because they're able to afford um, a certain kind of love. Either way, I'm not saying don't aspire to have nice things and Louis Vuitton, hundred roses, the works. you that, that's definitely something that we all like and we all can deserve another thing i wanted to really reflect on today on um on valentine's day is just how much um of ourselves we give to romantic relationships and neglect other kinds of love i say this because i believe for me my ability to show up in my own romantic relationship and even in my family as a complete human being is based on sisterhood that I share um, with uh, a few women who who really know me, who really see me, and who've been able to cultivate a very safe space for my for my weaknesses and my strengths, um, and and who are able to call me out when I'm being messy. Um, and I I sometimes think that we think that all the work, all the inner work, is done within the romantic relationship or that it plays it plays out in the romantic relationship you know and i i also found it to be something that i thought i would critique and just really think about is why is it that we we think that our romantic relationships are more superior than um for instance sisterhood um and and sometimes even our own families and it's a it's a very weird thing i don't think that it's something that we're happy we're happy to openly admit off the bat as a society that we've moved to a point where romantic relationships are are something we aspire to so much um that we may neglect the fact that a lot of our healing work a lot of our wholeness work and a lot of our joy are really deep deep joy sits with other women and other men in in platonic relationships in sisterhoods and brotherhoods and not so much in um in 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 romantic relationships and i 
I say this, like I said, I say this as somebody who is in a romantic relationship and has been for a long time, that there's things that my sisterhoods have been able to do for me that it was just not the place of my romantic relationship to do for me, to bring about me. Um, and, and, and sometimes I fear that this, oh, this, 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 this crazy amount of pressure that we put on our romantic relationships is the reason why they fail so much. They fail so much because we really look to romantic relationships to save us, yeah? Um, we really look for a partner who ticks so many boxes. And sometimes, A, the person may or may not have the ability to tick those boxes. But secondly, it's just not their responsibility. Um, that kind of love may sit with you. So you may have to really bring it about, you, uh, bring it about yourself, you know? Um, it can sit with... For me, for instance, it, may, it sits with God. A lot of it sits with God. A lot of my esteem sits with God. It sits with knowing that there's a that my God um, is concerned with me. He, he loves me and is and is aware of me and sees me and created me and and has good plans for me and and so on. Also, not sitting with my romantic partner. When I look at my sisterhood. Um, it's literally a place where I go to be completely naked about things that um, are not necessarily all for my my romantic partner. And, and, and that's really it, is that the best parts of us are saved for romantic partners. And that's why I think we also get hurt the way that we can get hurt in romantic relationships. It's not because we should have a wandering eye and have plan A and plan B in the romantic sphere. But I think it's because we put all our love eggs in that basket. And goodness me, how... And I think it's kind of unfair to even, to even pretend that it is okay for one person to have to give you all of the things we kind of require from Jolo. You know, we... we I, I, I read tweets sometimes and I'm like, oh, I find this to be a little bit disturbing. Um, it actually brings me to the next point. So I'll, get to, I'll get to that. Um, but it's one of those situations where I think to myself, the, the undue pressure that we place on our romantic partners, not only does it make us so um, uncomfortably vulnerable, vulnerable in ways that are not good. You know, there's good vulnerable and there's not so good vulnerable. It makes us so vulnerable and susceptible to being hurt by one person. Um, it also sets them up for failure. You know, why should one person have to carry all of you when the world has, how many, this is seven, seven, I don't know how many people they say are in the world. There's that many people in the world. Why does all of your love rest with one? I thought it was something just interesting just to reflect on. It moves it back to my next point. Um, the other day I was scrolling through Twitter and somebody had tweeted something about them wanting their next partner to literally be um, obsessed with them and center them. And maybe I, I completely misread the tweet, but when I read it, I thought, why? My God, why? Um, why do we want our, our romantic partners to be so preoccupied with us and 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 honestly speaking um these are my own reflections and the best thing about having um, a platform like this is that we're able to engage and um you're able to show me a different side is why on earth would you want to be the center of anyone's universe why would you want to be centered in a way where um a person is kind of obsessed with you you know i i think that 
in romantic relationships, we also project the most. And honestly, all of these feelings towards romantic relationships is because we've placed them on a pedestal. They're seen as such an accomplishment in our society. You're seen as accomplished in a certain way in society. Do you have been able to bag the guy or the girl um, and, and, and to really be moving towards some sort of stability? Our parents celebrated, our community celebrated, our friends celebrated, so I understand. But what concerns me the most is just the consistent overemphasis on also romantic relationships being the place where you self-actualize. Why must it be in the context of a romantic relationship? Why can it not happen at, fa- um, at family level with siblings and parents and cousins and grandparents? Why can't it happen with friends, you know, in sisterhood, in brotherhood, in, in, in other heterosexual relationships that are not romantic? Why does self-actualization have to manifest itself in romantic relationships? I think we can reimagine this. I think as a society, we can afford to reimagine the role of romantic relationships in our lives and the role that we place on romantic partners. Now, do not get me wrong. Um, I, I hope that we all kind of get to a point where we're loved right, you know. I may actually say, I don't want to be centered. My God, I don't want to be centered like that. And you may think, actually, that's exactly what I want. And I hope that we all find um, our person who loves us the way that we need to be loved. But I thought that I would spend some time today just reflecting on some of these thoughts that I'm having regarding love on Valentine's Day, just observing um, social media and some conversations that are being had within my community about the place of romantic loves, um, of romantic love and our ability to self-actualize and to feel accomplished as human beings, um, the amount of pressure that we place on romantic partners, which really shouldn't, I personally feel that we shouldn't, um, in the ways that we neglect ourselves and our friends and our family in an attempt to be able to really get this romantic relationship right, I think we ought to just stop and reflect. Um, of course, it is a happy day. I've had a fantastic Valentine's Day. And I hope that you have had one too. Um, I think when you listen to this podcast, you'll realize that it's one that I literally um, recorded on a whim. I had no notes today. I just really wanted to share what was in my heart. Um, just observing some trends that I, I, I wanted to share with you. So do like, share, and subscribe. Um, do let me know on my social media platforms, all matters, the network that thrives or, um, tandem tondi. Let me know what you think, you know, let me know where, where you are. Do you think that I'm overthinking it? Um, what, what were some of your observations on Valentine's Day, both good and bad? I think one of the positive things to come out of this Valentine's Day has definitely just been watching black women be gloriously, um, spoiled with all sorts of wonderful romantic gestures, with thoughtfulness, um, with plan, you know, where you can tell that people have planned with grand gestures. And I think it's something that black women really like. And it goes back to what I said at the beginning that I spent a lot of my 20s saying weird stuff like, um, I'm difficult to love. And it's love. It's lovely just to see black women being loved with ease, you know, having people respond to your desires and respond to, to you and who you are and so on and so forth. So anyway, um, I look forward to some of your own reflections and to have you share with me. My name is Nolutandum Tonti. This is All Matters, the network that thrives.